Jersey and Amanda. Jam Nation. Now, normally, our next guest and I pull each other's hair. We have rap battles. We <laughs> rip it out each other's earrings. But now that the living room's not on this year, I'm very happy to urge people to spend their Friday nights with Joanna Griggs and Better Homes and Gardens. Hello. Hello. I love it. I, I like the idea of you and I in you know, crocheted bikinis having a wrestle and a jelly bath. Jonesy's talked about Here little else all morning. <laughs> Let me just process that. Joe, <laughs> when you found out the living room was not coming back, did you go, yes? No, because... Or was it like know, when the like, Red Baron got shot down by the uh, English guy? As Amanda would know, that there's such a crossover, like a lot of people who'd worked on our show were on the living room and vice versa. Yes. And what it kills you in television is another show is not on air and that mm. means the whole production team yeah. is out of work. And it was a very successful show and it did really well and it found it found its audience. So it's never great when a show goes, to I'm be I'm glad you honest. said that and not just about the living room, but, you know, people are so quick to criticise television shows in general and go, suck, oh, I'm glad that one got axed. But that's people's... Yeah. And talking about the crews and things, that's people's yeah. school fees and their mortgages and their... You know, this is a television industry is holding on by a thread sometimes. Yeah. And these are people's jobs too. It's people's jobs. It's their livelihood. It's their passion. I mean, you mm. don't have people that work on any of these types of shows unless they're really passionate about what they're doing. And the way it works in television is, is you generally find out with very short notice. So they're not even given months and months to plan ahead. Mm. Like, it's such a brutal industry. Industry that you know, when when the door comes down, it comes down hard and fast, and there's not a lot of communication. Yeah. So, look, it's it, you know, for people like us, we're lucky we've got a thousand you know strings to our bows. But but there's a lot of people who it has a big impact for a very long time. Yeah, no you know, one tells you anything. But also, as you said, that you know, it's a, a really hard industry. Twenty nine yeah. years of this series, season, twenty eight years, yeah, is extraordinary. It's isn't it? amazing. So we know we know it's a record in the southern hemisphere for a lifestyle show. We think it is a record, probably worldwide, and. I, I always say to the bosses, it's because it's positive. You're not ever trying to, to I don't know, find a deep, dark secret out of somebody. You, you're basically finding great ideas or great products or great people and people who are passionate about what they're talking about and you celebrate them. So there's never anything negative. Mm. And so for a Friday that, night, it's a very nice yeah, energy, isn't it? It is. It's a nice, it was a nice energy, to be honest, any night of the week because yeah. there is so much negative TV that you can flick on and watch confrontation and watch people undermining each other. and all that. It's just, that's just To me, that's just not great entertainment. So I'm certain that the success and the longevity of the show is that we've got to keep it fresh and we do work really hard at keeping it fresh and keeping the ideas relevant and mm. keeping it so that you know it appeals to a very broad demographic. Um, but they also know what they're going to get and, and every now and then you surprise them because that's also important. So That's where the crochet bikini comes in. <laughs> that could be is never coming on the show, I might add. What about your husband, Todd? Yes. He got attacked by some bees. He was defending you. He was. You got attacked by a bee. Yeah, so I was actually, you have the varroa mites in Australia now, which is a, a terrible mite that is... Which is killing the bees. It's, it's going to decimate the bee industry. And we were one of only two countries in the world that didn't have it. Um, so I was actually working with the Department of Primary Industries. They were coming out and doing a whole lot of this new testing that they're doing with sticky mats and, and, and having a look at the different treatments they might be able to bring in if they have to What have does to a do sticky it. mat do? Uh, it's just a, a more accurate way of finding out if you've got the mites. Because the mites, you see it on the TV um, news and they look quite large. They're tiny. They're like the, the tops of a of a needle in actual right. fact. Um, so you have to be very vigilant about doing it. So 
to do the testing that we did, we had to open up the hives for seven days straight. Um, which this is, is on your, pro- your own property. You've got yeah. hives. Yes, I've got eight hives. Yeah. Um, I love wow. beekeeping. You become completely obsessed. I, I grow 85% of all our veggies, so they help pollinate the veggie garden along with everything else. But um, because we'd opened them up so much, they were so agitated. And then we had, yeah, they came out and they got their mats, and so that was the seventh day that they'd done that. Um, and I had to go back in to put my hives back together. Well, the bees were just furious. They're normally incredibly calm. Um, and I'm really, I have quite um, an anaphylactic reaction to bee stings. So I'm very cautious. I always Whoa. wear all the right equipment. But a bee, I'd left a tiny little um, a space in my Velcro and a tiny space in my zips. And so because the bees were absolutely attacking, one actually crawled in and stung me on my neck. Oh. So I didn't know if I was going to have a reaction where that my neck closed you. over. Yeah, so I sort of was going back to the house to be close to an EpiPen if I needed it. And Todd... He just looked at me. He's like, "What's going on?" And he thought I'd been um, he had thought I'd been bitten by a snake. I'm like, "As if I'd be walking if I'd been bitten by a snake." Right. And so he started going, "Come here, come towards me." And I'm like, "Oh, but I've got there's bees everywhere." And he went, "What? What?" And by the time I went, "There's bees," he absolutely freaked out. Which of course, as soon as you freak out around bees, it set, they send a pheromone out to to basically protect themselves. So they literally one flew straight, got him in his head, and four got him on his hands. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> so when you say Todd freaked out, did he go? He did. He actually did with the one thing that you first taught in beekeeping, which is never to swat a bee, never to. No, like really? all the things that you're sort of taught as a child to do, you actually don't do because that is the thing that, that alarms the bees. Though, it's it's a human response. Panic. Yeah. Whereas I don't, I, I see bees now and I know that they're so single minded in what they're doing. They will, they might come near you, but they're actually off to sure. do what, their job. See, I've got a couple of hives at home of the native Australian ones that yeah. don't sting you. Yeah. yeah. And they're tiny little bees. They, they actually look like flies. Yeah. I had the hive almost close to the kitchen door and I had to actually move it because I thought they look like maggots. They look like tiny flies. <laughs> Maybe so they I had were. To mo- no, they are so minuscule. They are so minuscule. I thought it just, I feel like swatting them and I, you can't do it. And then the honey that you get out of the native bees is almost like a tutti fruity oh, flavour. It's like a liqueur. It's yeah. delicious. I put it on cheese and but you things. don't get it's much so though over the years. You don't get much. So I dole it out very sparingly. Yeah. Yep. Years ago, my sister, she got stung by a bee and she is allergic to bees. Yep. Deadly allergic, yep. as she would say. Deadly. And I was watching Harry Butler in the wild. Remember Harry Butler? <laughs> Yeah, and sure do. And he told he taught you how to get a bee sting out. And what people do when you're the bee sting is they grab the end and they squeeze, squeeze all, the sack all and all the, the poison yeah. So Harry said, you get your fingernail and you dig it underneath. That. And you dig it, you dig it out the way it goes yes, in, and you do it as quickly as you and can. And I learned that from yeah. TV. And did you do that for your sister? Yeah, I saved a life. Oh, you're a good man. I, know, do, I don't get do any trouble. Trouble. I'm pretty lucky. I've been stunning so often now that, and there's lots of little stings that I'm actually, there's one or two ways you go. You can either mm. get worse or you can get better. And I, oh. like when I got stung on that neck, it still uh, swelled up down to the nape of my neck, but but it didn't close my throat. So I've actually saw that as a big win. Well, <laughs> what a lucky day for you, Joe. <laughs> and Todd, all we've got from this is Todd went, <laughs> Todd went bleh, and then his head puffed off. He looked like, a, uh, I was saying, I he looked know. like Bruce out of a shark's tail. He looked straight out of a shark's tail. <laughs> you did a very caring wife thing and put that photo on Instagram. But I didn't put the photo the next day where he had two big sacks of fluid that basically covered his oh. eyes. So that was a nice photo. Wow. Just what I said to him when he's like, are you serious? Did you put that on Instagram? I said, but imagine what I could have put on Instagram. <laughs> could have been a crocheted bikini. Could have been Todd's ginormous face. You're never going to get past that, are you? <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not. Uh, Joanna, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you. It's on tonight, 7 o'clock, Better Homes and Gardens. Joanna Griggs is there. Great to see you. You too. Thank you.